for the most part, like everyone's super supportive and um, from fellow musicians to, um, to um, local businesses and venues, like supporting local musicians and providing spaces and gigs for people who are either solo artists like me or um, bands um, like No Relation. This time around, the conversation with Boise songwriter Rachel Lee. Over the next 30 minutes or so, Rachel and I talk about her singing and writing style, her influences, juggling career, family, and music, and about how she came to be part of the band No Relation. Rachel also performs three of her songs, including the first song she ever wrote. I'm Walt Hunsberg, and this is Measured Voices. start with um, just a little basic background your your musical background did you grow up in a musical family or how did you mm-hmm. get how'd you get going in music um yeah my dad was a guitar player and a singer and um, had his own band when he was younger and toured in I guess you wouldn't say toured but he <laughs> played in bars in uh, northern Michigan mostly and then um kind of stopped doing that when he had a family, but still played guitar and sang when I was a kid. And then my brother picked it up and he's a pretty great guitar player. He would probably kill me for saying this, but he's tone deaf. Um, (laughs) And so I learned a lot of um, more modern stuff, like more stuff that I was into from him. And then um, from there, I just kind of took off and did my own thing. So when did, when did you pick up the guitar? Um, I think, and played my first chord and learned my first song probably when I was 12. How, how would you describe for somebody who's not, hasn't heard you perform yet, how would you describe your songwriting, your song style? Mm, it's more like, you know, the classic indie artist that um, I would say like indie folk, but then I really were like, a lot of my influences are classic rock, like... Janis Joplin and I try to add some humor into my into my stuff as well in terms of your songwriting any influences along the way that that kind of I don't know pointed you in the direction that you decided you wanted to go with your songs Mm. um yeah I mean when I was younger Janis Joplin was probably a big influence um Guilty Pleasure, but Jewel was a big influence. Cranberries, uh, Pearl Jam, those were all big 90s uh, influences. But as I've um, gotten into the local um, Boise music scene, um, Friends have been a pretty big inspiration. Like uh, my bandmate Jennifer Lee, Chelsea Robbins, uh, Ryan Dawkins, they've always been, or they've been a pretty big influence on me musically as well. Okay. So how long have you been writing? Um, I think I wrote my first song just a little over two years ago. Do you still perform? Do you, or I, I shouldn't say, do you still perform it? Do you perform it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's one of my I, favorites to perform. I have my first song and it's horrendous. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're several, you're several <laughs> steps ahead of me. Uh, do you have a favorite of the songs that you've written? Um, What would be my favorite? I don't know. It's like choosing between your kids. I've heard like, that. Like, 
they're all my favorite for different reasons, but um, probably my most, the one I like playing the most because I get the most positive reactions is um, Four Letter Words. Is, is that a song that you can, you can play for us? Sure. Okay. Gotta tell you, babe, don't be blue Sometimes, honey, I'm not sure what to do Cause you hate the way I style my hair And I hate the way that you always stay Spending all my time with you Dinner parties and tables for two But sometimes you drive me up the wall You tear on my hair over nothing at all Sometimes baby love is a four letter word I'll let you in on the secret too You got my heart oh honey it's true But you know how to pull my strings Sorry honey Sometimes true stings Using guest towels to mop up the floor And on top of that, sometimes you're a whore And sometimes, babe, you can be so cool And your love makes me act a fool And sometimes, baby, love is a four-letter word Picture hanging on your wall. I ignore you all day. I don't even call. Honestly, you mean the world to me. But sometimes you're so damn needy. And sometimes, baby, love is a four-letter word. Come on now, don't be so sad What I say really isn't so bad You can't stay in my little quirks And sometimes, honey, you act like a jerk Always attached to my goddamn hip I try to get away, but you'll just trip Your wet towel on the bed again There you go Making my head spin Sometimes, baby Love is a four-letter word Sometimes, baby Love is a four-letter word Sometimes, honey Love is a four-letter word All right. And we talked earlier about songwriting influences. What about singing influences? Are there, are there people that you listen to more that helped you develop your style? Mm-hmm. Um, Jewel was a big influence on me, especially when I was younger. Uh, Stevie Nicks is also a pretty big influence. Um, 
my dad is probably a big influence because he sang so much um, when we were kids that um, try to copy like the timbre in his voice a lot when I was younger. As far as like local influences, Jennifer Lee, Chelsea Robbins, they're pretty big influences too. Now, when you write, do you have, is there a favorite or a particular time that you set aside or that you find works better for writing for you? No, they kind of just come sporadically, like sometimes in the shower, sometimes in the car, sometimes I'll purposely sit down to write and I'll start going in one direction and then end up in a completely different direction. Um, but mostly it's like an idea that I've got in my head and then I, I don't stop hearing it. Like it just keeps replaying in my head and then it becomes a song or certain events in your life happen mm -hmm. and you start writing about those events. Does that start for you with, in general, uh, a, a chord progression or a phrase that kind of pops into your head or you get a snippet of a melody in your head? Yeah, it could be either one. Um, I've written songs both ways where I've started with a melody or I've started with a chord progression that I really liked and then had to come up with a melody and lyrics. Or I've had, like my first song, the lyrics kind of came to me when I wasn't writing or even thinking about writing. And... Um, as soon as I was able to sit down with an instrument, it kind of, from there, it kind of blossomed. But I had an idea of what I wanted it to be before I even sat down to write it. Well, like most of us, even those who are songwriters, you have to fill out with cover songs because people like mm -hmm. to hear songs that they're familiar with at least mm -hmm. once in a while. Do you have favorite artists that you like to cover? Um, one of my favorites right now is an Elton John cover, um, Your Song which, yeah. of course, is arranged on piano, so to try to put that into ukulele or guitar, I need a little help transposing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually do that one, that one too. So that's yeah. a, a popular song, so that, yeah. and it's, it's, a great, a good it's a great song to do. Mm -hmm. um, when you are picking songs to cover, mm -hmm. are there things that you look for? Or, you know, Mostly it's just... A song that I really like and that it's it's one of my favorites so it's got to be someone else's favorite too so um, that's kind of how I pick is just if I like the song then I then I play it if it gets stuck in my head it'll probably get stuck in somebody else's head too now your own songs at least the ones that I've heard and I'm sure I haven't heard every one of them um, seem to deal a lot with relationships is that a, mm -hmm. a common theme for oh, your yeah. music that's a that's a big muse for me which is probably why i haven't written anything in a while <laughs> <laughs> okay we won't go there <laughs> uh, we'll leave that to the listener's imagination <laughs> um now you you played that first song on the ukulele you also play guitar mm -hmm. and do you have a favorite between the two uh, ukulele is my favorite just because it's so easy to play and I, I tend to write the majority of my songs on the ukulele. Okay, well that, that was going to be my next question. Hmm. I also thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought I had read somewhere that either you were taking up or were looking to take up a third instrument, a mandolin, is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I took a lesson from Thomas Paul 
my friend Troy uh, gifted it to me and I took it to Doyle and got it all tuned up and cleaned up and new strings and the bridge got adjusted and they charged me like 15 bucks for it and yeah, took my first lesson from Thomas Paul and now I'm just trying to learn like scales and I have learned two songs on the mandolin and I'm trying to work on a third so I can take it to open mic and play the mandolin. Do do you see an instrument like that having some, I don't know, impact down the road in terms of either the types of songs you write or, or the way you write or the style? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, be great to play with somebody who plays a lot of bluegrass or something like that so I can kind of learn learn something different because I feel like I'm in this same same musical rut for quite a while and I want to broaden my horizons play something different now in addition to the music you also are raising a, a two kids is that mm-hmm. right and you have a full-time job mm-hmm. for you what are the challenges in trying to juggle all of that to Mm. find time to especially to find time to work on the music yeah um i don't have them full time um i only i only don't see them on like two days a week so those two days especially thursdays are my day to go out for open mic mondays are my band practice time um i haven't quite figured out like how I'm going to gig and like a reliable babysitter, but, um, I have some options. Um, it's changed recently cause my schedule changed and I used to have, um, a little more free time for solo, uh, gigs and band gigs, but now I'm just kind of focusing on band stuff and taking a break for the summer for solo stuff. I'll still do a few here and there. Like, uh, I'll be at goddess fest and Terrace Lakes in September. So um, still have some solo gigs planned, but um, not as many as they used to. But I guess not having them completely full-time helps. Um, so I have time for um, to do some solo stuff and do my band practice and then, um, you know, working on the babysitter part so I can still... Well, gig. Uh, we can we'll plug the email address in, and people can send their resumes, <laughs> and I can pass them along. <laughs> um, now you also work full time mm-hmm. uh, at Saint Alphonsus. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that, or do those experiences, ever, I don't know, give you ideas or flavors or, or anything in terms of of music? Mm, no, because mostly like music is my escape from my job. Okay. Yeah. Well, so earlier. I haven't yet. Like, I've thought about like I work with a lot of refugees, so I've thought about um, like song ideas that would include them or some of their stories, but I just haven't really come up with anything yet. So, so there could be something down the road, perhaps. Right. Right. Okay. It's always potential. There you go. Uh, you mentioned earlier uh, the band work, uh, the band No Relation, mm-hmm. and how did that come about? Um, so Jennifer and I met at Open Mic in Pengillies um, a couple years ago and then just started kind of hanging out and jamming together and... 
um, she approached me a couple, well, it was over a year and a half ago and said, you know, we like the the direction that you're going. We like your solo stuff and we'd like to join you, her and her um, boyfriend and our percussionist, Matt Kelso. Um, So it just kind of started as just, you know, doing stuff here and there at open mic, doing stuff um, like jamming together and then, Eventually, it turned into band work. So how is that different from doing the solo stuff? Because solo, you can make all the decisions. Right. And uh, is, is, is the band a democracy, or how does that work? Um, yeah, for the most part. Like, we all um, kind of like the same music. Um, Jennifer's music is a little different than mine. Hers is more, like, uh, peppy, and I, I love her style of music. Mine's a little more mellow, so she's kind of helped me break out of that like so mellow uh, type songs and you know expand my horizons that way um it's if there's a song that i bring to the table that not everyone likes then we don't do it and vice versa if there's a song that she brings to the table that not everyone likes then we, we scrap it um so everyone kind of has to be in agreement that we all like this song and we'd like to do it well speaking of songs can you maybe do another one? Do you want a cover or an original? Uh, probably an original. That way I don't okay. get in trouble with <laughs> legal folks sure. in some sky somewhere. Um, this is the most recent one that I wrote, and it's kind of sad. to walk away 
best try we could One day maybe we'll try again Cause you haven't crossed my mind And at least ten Twice a day, I wonder if you even notice how much I miss your silly face. Cause you haven't crossed my mind. in your perspective how you see the Boise music scene I have almost nothing but positive um, things to say about that like it's it's everything from start to finish like you've got these great teachers you've got these great um, uh, open mics hosted almost every single night of the week and um, for the most part, like everyone's super supportive and, um, from fellow musicians to, um, to, um, local businesses and venues, like supporting local musicians and providing spaces and gigs for people who are either solo artists like me or, um, bands, um, like no relation. So I gather that you're probably playing and performing as much as you want to or, or can, mm -hmm. given your other, the rest of your schedule. Mm -hmm. uh, how long did it take you to kind of build to that and to build up a, a, a following where you had you, know, you have people that mm -hmm. now follow you and come out and see you? And 
from, I think from the time that I started at open mic until like my first gig, it was probably two years. And then from there, it probably took like maybe a year to find more places to play that were consistent and um, would offer something on a regular basis. And usually it's, you get the gig, you get one gig and then someone hears you and then you get another gig and then um, you get referrals from friends or friends play for certain venues. So you contact that business and give them your demo. Like if you know how to look, which it's pretty easy, um, the, the gigs are out there, they're available. So in terms of your music, either solo or with with the band no relation what uh have you set any short-term goals for say the next i don't know the rest of this year next year well my goal was to gig as much as possible but that's kind of um taken a turn and it's you know for good reasons but i've just kind of backed off on that a little bit so i think my next goal would be to um since i have more free time from not gigging is to write more music. Um, we're work. I'm working on a demo right now with a recording studio. Studio um, just needs to be cleaned up a little bit. Um, so, more writing and more recording are probably the short-term goals right now. Okay. Say yeah. Let's let's stretch that out a bit. Five five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure many musicians have a five-year plan, but do you (laughs) have any idea what uh, you'd like to be doing musically in five years? Um, You know, I think if I stayed exactly where I was, I'd be happy um, writing, recording, and doing the small gigs that I was. Like, I don't ever have plans or intentions to be famous or rich or get rich off of my music. Like, this is really... A hobby and it's therapy and it's something that's um, kind of defined me as a person and define and um, given me much more confidence in myself um, that if I could only give back um, to music I'd be fine from that rather than gaining from music you mentioned therapy I wonder for how many songwriters writing is therapy because I know I know that's what got me started too many years ago to count. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like uh, that's for many people. That's kind of how it starts. It's they've got to get something out, and then the writing diversifies from there. I guess. Yeah, I think that's why there's so many po- songs about heartache and pain and love because I think that's what people need to get out there most when when that therapy is needed, when that musical therapy is used the most. It's pretty universal. Yeah. So we've talked about goals, but um, I've got one more, I don't know if it's a goal-related question, but if a wizard or a magic fairy or you know some higher power came down and said, Rachel Lee, you can accomplish one thing in music, mm-hmm. what would it be? I just want to hit those high notes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> to never squeak or go flat again. <laughs> uh, that would be a good one. Perfect oh, yeah. pitch would probably be my, 
<laughs> my my wish if I had a magic genie. I'll take perfect pitch, please. <laughs> there you go. I, I, yeah, I would, I would like that, too. I have trouble with those high notes. Yep. <laughs> my high notes probably aren't quite as high, either. Um, okay. Not, not that I'm, I'm writing you off the face of the earth or anything, but I've got one more sort of quirky question along those lines. Your time comes, and they're planning your memorial service. Hmm. What one song would you want to have played? Oh, geez. It'd have to be funny. What would my anthem be? Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough question. Like, what? I don't know. I'm stumped on that one. <laughs> well, I'll share mine. Elvis Costello's The Angels Want to Wear My Red Shoes. Nice. <laughs> nice. My will stipulates that I'll be cremated in my red tennis <laughs> shoes. That's funny. Feel so lame for not being able to answer that question. No, no. Yeah. I never have thought about that. It's not part of my five-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> now I've given you something that'll keep you awake at night. Okay. Well, um, I think that's all I've got. Uh, in, if you have another song that we can close out with, that would be mm-hmm. that would be good. All right. So I'll I'll just play the first one that I wrote. My breath thinking of you feels just like a falling into like monsters in the night. I sail away with you, baby. Let's go for a drive, smoke out in the alley like monsters in the night. I sail away with you. Baby, let's go for a drive I smoke out in the alley This baby guy Just wanna be alone with you Sit with me under the stars Show me those scars on your heart I wanna hear your fears Find out why you cry those tears You hold my heart in your hand Baby, you know all of my plans Like monsters in the night I sail away with you And baby, let's go for a drive I smoke out in the alley like monsters in the night I sail away with you And baby, let's go for a drive I smoke out in the alley This baby guy Just wanna be alone with you 
Let's get out of here Hide out in a place Let the world fall down I'm still here with you But catch my heart, it's broken in two I got the pieces that you got the glue Like monsters in the night I sail away with you And baby let's go for a drive Smoke out in the alley Like monsters in the night I sail away with you Baby, let's go for a drive I smoke out in the alley As we be high Just wanna be alone with you As we be high Just wanna be alone with you My thanks to Rachel Lee. Follow her and the band No Relation on Facebook. You'll find links in the show notes at measured-voices.blogspot.com. Next time out, I begin a conversation with longtime Boise singer-songwriter Dan Costello. Send your questions and comments to measuredvoices at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Measured Voices. I'm Walt Huntsman. Thanks for listening.